0: And welcome back to another Thoughts on Theology, where we're taking complex and hopefully simple thoughts and marrying them together as we walk, walk through the book Called to Believe uh, by Stephen P. Mueller. Uh, and today uh, we're covering humanity, uh, kind of how we are unique, how we may have lost that uniqueness, and how we still have it in a way, but it's kind of shadowed. And so how that works itself out both with men and women and our relationships as well. And so we're going to cover a lot about who and what humanity is. Let's get into it.
1: Okay, fantastic. So uh, in the beginning of the chapter, we, we have this idea like what is a human and how were we made maybe differently from the rest of creation. So it talks about uh, that humanity is, quote unquote, the crown of creation and we get that language uh, a lot of the time we get that language from like uh, Psalm 8 or even mm-hmm. here from uh, from uh, Genesis chapter 1 when it says mm-hmm. you know not the crown piece but God created man in his own image mm-hmm. in the image of God he created him male and female he created them so we definitely have this difference mm-hmm. uh, Within how humanity was made,
0: a uniqueness and distinction from all of creation, other creation, the creatures, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and everything else, the the land animals. We were created differently. Well,
1: in two ways, right? Uh, first, we're made differently in terms of the, all of other creation. Uh, he doesn't make in the image of God. Mm. He just, you know, he just says. I like fish. Yes. Let there be fish <laughs> of their fish. kinds. Yeah. Fill the
0: sea. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good point. Of their kinds, not in my image. Yeah. You know, like that's one piece. And then the other piece is like, when he creates everything else, all he mm-hmm. ever does is speak. Right. Mm-hmm. He says, "Let there be dot dot dot," mm-hmm. and there was. I mean, whether it's something minuscule or something you know enormous, mm-hmm. God just speaks and it is. Mm-hmm. But with humanity, he takes the time to actually form yeah. out of dust. He makes mankind, breathes his spirit yeah. into him, and then even mm-hmm. forms the woman from the man's side and brings her to him. Mm-hmm. It's very different as far as um, the, the way and the, the model in which he uses. There's, there's much more of, a, of an intimacy
0: mm-hmm. here. It's intentionality. He's intentionally forming us as humanity differently, unique, and there's a sort of care, right? The forming that is so different than just let there be. It, it takes a moment. And then I love what you said, the, the breathing, the breath of life in the mm-hmm. nostrils. That's just um, very intimate, like you said, very intentional.
1: Yeah. So a fun, a silly analogy, but you know, if you go to a coffee shop, right? And I, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I know you are. So You go to a coffee shop and, you know, ask for a cup of coffee and, you know, okay, they will, you know, pour the coffee, here you go, pour the coffee, here you go. But uh, it's one out of, done out of love when it's like, I poured the coffee, I put that cream in there, I made the little weird design. Okay. You know, everything's really art, you know, artisan or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, it's done differently. Okay. With care. And so it's made in a different fashion, same as like... When God creates mankind, uh, man, he, he makes the little flowery design <laughs> in the coffee. Cap- <laughs> he, he does all the things uh-huh. to make it so uh-huh. special because it's it's his, it's his crown. It's yeah. his best
0: work. You know, yeah.
1: Not that the other stuff wasn't good, but this is the mm-hmm. only time when God says,
0: this is very, very good. good. Yes.
1: So I think that's a big difference for us to, uh, to mark. So we've talked about how we're made in the image of God. What is the what does that mean? mean? The image
0: of God. Yeah, there's so many different facets to that. Uh, I I like I like the distinction that starts off in that first paragraph. It's not just, you know, uh, physical, invisible likeness, because that's kind of when you first read that, that's whenever I first read that. That's what I think. Just like, okay, we we look like God in a way because Jesus looks like us. But it's that's really not it. And it's so much. It's so much deeper. It's mm-hmm. it's on the inside. It's right. Really more of a uh, that. It's the attributes. Attributes. That's the word. Yeah.
1: So God is moral, and mm-hmm. He's made us to have a certain uh, morality. Mm-hmm. Uh, this knowledge of, of good and and not so good, or you know, the law of God written on our hearts. Like those mm-hmm. things are innately given to us uh perhaps the intelligence the communication Mm -hmm. i I think you know uh, some time ago i think travis was preaching and he had said that uh no it wasn't true i'm trying to remember but i I remember some at some point someone had said that uh you know we're the only ones who are able to communicate with actual words and how Mm. we misuse those words Mm. Uh, and i think it was his confession and absolution uh, when he was talking about that uh like, but we're the only ones who have that ability to to use actual words. Yeah, uh, that's part of what God does. He uses
0: words. Yeah, right. Speaking uh, into creation, mm-hmm. different way, but yeah, same same an attribute that is like God. Okay, yeah. I see. I see the connection there. Yeah, it's a long
1: walk for a small drink of water. Yeah, that was <laughs> good. It was, it was really
0: great. Yeah, and then also uh, not created to be alone. Yeah, the relational. relational.
1: Yeah. yeah. That, you pointed that out when we were talking about creation a few weeks ago mm-hmm. here, when we were looking at uh, you know, this, this relational God, triune mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. creates relational people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He created us to be in community with one another, just as he's in creation and in, in community with himself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, and then as, as it continues, you know, we were created, we were created perfect, but then it gets marred a little bit. Before we get there, I, you know, there is one point here that I love to make is that man and woman were created in the image of God, co-equal, co-heirs. There is no distinction in what you said earlier, salvation. When we were discussing earlier, there's no difference in salvation in roles in the kingdom. Like there, we are both man and woman sure created in the image of god
1: galatians 3 yeah. clearly right there's neither man nor fem- male nor female uh, free nor slave whatever mm-hmm. uh, because we're all one in jesus christ right baptized mm-hmm. into the kingdom of is. god boom yep the end right uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the uh uniqueness even within those different roles of mm-hmm. man and woman but uh, when it comes to salvation and we're, are we both made in god's image Yes. Yes. Yes, and, and you know that's again why we why we re- refer to the explicit words of Genesis one twenty seven, mm-hmm. male and female he created them in his own image. Mm-hmm. In his image he created them. I think mm-hmm. that's really really uh, important for us. But unfortunately, as we know, uh, if we if you get to Genesis three, yep, it doesn't end very well. Instead, we lose.
0: Or do we lose that image of God? It's 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 uh, something you got to parse through, right? It, it mars the image of God. It doesn't totally destroy the image of God, but we lose the fullness of those attributes, right? It is less than what we could have in mm-hmm. terms of our intellect, our moral capacity, our relationships. They are broken. They are severed in little ways. And so we can't use our intellect always just for good, it's marred by sin. It's marred by our human sinful nature. And so our moral capacity, even our relationships, are marred because of that first broken relationship. Right.
1: So, you know, it's not like, uh, by definition, humans sin, but rather uh, as a result of our fall, of our... uh, sinful nature mm-hmm. we have all sinned but Jesus reminds us that a human was created in fact not to sin but to live in obedience to God so mm-hmm. he's the he is the perfect human mm-hmm. uh, but it's not like we are, we're less human now uh, because we we fall either and instead it's kind of like uh, if you have a I'm I'm filled with terrible analogies today. <laughs> let's go. Let's bring it uh, on. <laughs> so, you know, if you have a fox and you paint that fox purple, uh, it is still 100% fox, but it doesn't look the way that it was intended to look. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and so, same. Like, here we are. We're still fully human, but we don't mm-hmm. do, we don't act the way that we were created t- mm-hmm. to be because we've lost some of that. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that concept of what it means to be human, mm-hmm. uh, or at least human in relationship, in good relationship to the Lord. Yeah, and You said it well, uh, do we still have some kind of morality? Yeah. Do we have a righteous perfect morality? No. Mm-hmm. We've lost that part. Or another, another fun analogy, if you have a, a, a great painting mm-hmm. and you, you know, throw black ink on it, you still have the painting, but some of the details are lost. You, you, mm-hmm. you don't see it the way it was meant to be. It's not fully there. It's been corrupted. Mm-hmm. I like your term marred.
0: Yeah. And here it says it's been darkened, right? That perfect, holy, white image that we were has been darkened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it takes a lot to undo the ink. It takes a lot to, to clean away the ink that we have brought upon ourselves in the fall. And we continue to live in with our broken morality, our broken intellect, and our broken relationships.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're getting really close to just talking about sin, which, yeah. is, which is next week. Which is, we will get there. <laughs> but yeah. but it does it does remind us that because of this lack of, uh, we're not, because of this broken uh, image that mm-hmm. we have, uh, because of the marred image of God in which mm-hmm. we've made, the result of that sin mm-hmm. is indeed death. Mm-hmm. And so you have uh, this <clears throat> human which is comprises of body and soul together, mm-hmm. uh, now separated, mm-hmm. because the image of God has been marred.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's a, that's a big point that they make a big point of this, and I, I thoroughly appreciated it. So it's a, uh, a good way of thinking about this. When God made humanity, when He mm-hmm. made us, uh, he made us body and soul together Mm -hmm. and he says this is good Mm -hmm. this this is what i wanted Mm -hmm. Um, and then due to our sin due to this marred peace there's corruption and so our body corrupts falls away and now goes into the ground upon our death Mm. right but we know from scripture that what happens here is, well, the spirit goes to be with God, right? Ecclesiastes mm-hmm. says that pretty mm-hmm. well, that the you know, body goes to the ground, the spirit returns to the Lord. Mm-hmm. But the problem is this wasn't the way God mm-hmm. made us to be. Mm-hmm. He didn't make us to where we were just souls. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, he created us to be this. And mm-hmm. so that's the last day, um, mm-hmm. you know, when Christ comes again and the dead are raised and we yes. re- put back together uh-huh. the way God intended us mm-hmm. to be. And I know I'm, I know I'm talking a lot, <laughs> but that's great. Uh, that's always a pet peeve of mine is when we look at like death and we say we try to divorce ourselves from the grief and the hurt that's mm-hmm. there when we say, uh, "Oh, that's not them. Uh, that's just the shell, right? That's not really them. That's a husk mm-hmm. of, of you know, the, the thing that was holding them in." It's like, no, mm-hmm. uh, that is them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but it's also not fully them, mm-hmm. and so where's our hope? It's not that that they're now uh, freed from this, you know, prison of the body. Yeah. Uh, instead, it's that their spirit right now, currently, is with para- is with Christ in paradise, yeah. and that their body is also going to be redeemed and restored and brought the future back. Future
0: hope to and them. glorification that comes through the Lord, and we will all be glorified. Yeah. Man. both body and spirit, which I think gets to what we were talking about earlier before we were recording, the idea of the heresy of Gnosticism. Right. Right? That's, that's what you're ultimately pointing towards and that I think comes back again and again that we see everything material, our, our body, this world, as bad, as evil. And it's just the spiritual things, the soul that is good. Right. And that is Gnosticism. That 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 isn't what we believe. That is bad. That is bad. <laughs> that's
1: that's that Gnosticism. Is bad. Yeah.
0: Gnosticism. No, I mean
1: that, that so, it, it, it informs so much of the way we live our lives. The yeah. way we care for our bodies. Way, mm-hmm. why I care for this body?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, because God gave me this. This mm-hmm. is as it says in scripture, the temple of the Lord. Yeah. And so of course I need to care for this. Yeah. And I need to you know to take care not just of this body, but every other person's body, Mm -hmm. too, to make sure that I'm loving them as best as I can. So it's not just, like you said, it's not just the immaterial, the Mm -hmm. spirit that matters, but the whole of the person Mm -hmm. that we care for.
0: Because we are body and soul meant to be one. Yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. So
1: it goes on. uh, It goes on as we talk about humanity in general. We talked about the image of God we were Mm -hmm. made in. We have talked about the fall away from that image and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit, but mm-hmm. we also talked about the makeup of a human. Yeah. It's body and soul. But there's even a further distinction that there are humans that are male and there are humans that are female. Mm-hmm. Right? And God makes us that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, let's, let's walk through a little bit of man and woman here and what that looks like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we could spend the next, like, 40 hours on this topic and <laughs> upset a lot of people and have a lot of people saying yes and a lot of people saying no. And sure. those groups might flip throughout when we're talking. It's, so, it's a very controversial topic. It's so topic. controversial. And it. I think it's back to one of those things about we've marred. We have this broken relationship. We have this fallen world that we try and define things certain ways. And it really is... is I, I believe to be simple that we are unique and distinct, both as the crown of God's creation. Sure, but we do have unique and distinct roles, and that's not a bad thing. No. So first, uh, to be to be very clear, uh, God
1: created us. Yeah, male and female. So on the, I know a huge debate that's going on in mm, our world today. Mm gender identity right love that yep well love is a strong term
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry if if you're not watching on on camera that was a lot of sarcasm for those that yes. couldn't get the pro- yeah 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 so <clears throat>
1: uh, as lutherans one of our big things is we say what god says yeah and that's kind of where we leave it yeah and so uh god says uh if god makes you male it's like okay yeah done I am not God. I don't mm-hmm. get to define that. Mm-hmm. Instead, I go off of what the Lord has placed mm-hmm. uh, placed me into. So, who am I? I'm I'm a man. Yeah. Um, and it's it really doesn't have to be uh, any more complex than that. And I think oftentimes humanity, we we try uh-huh. to make simple things complex. Yeah. Because we don't have the clarity mm-hmm. that we don't. Well, rather we don't trust the clarity that God gives to us.
0: And I think we don't trust and find our identity in Christ above all else. Amen. And I think that is what I have seen from the research and the podcast and the different things that I have seen jumping into this gender ideology. That's it. They're trying to find their identity in things other than Christ. Yeah. And so they put that identity above all else and so if you deny that identity, your identity you are um, undoing and denying my identity as a person. And that's not, that's not it. I just believe, even, even myself, I believe that I'm a child of God before I'm a man. Yeah. That, that is my highest identity. That is my highest calling. Above uh, man, husband, father, Like that is what I try and put above everything else. That then um, it's in the right order, so then it's, Uh, helps me understand and prioritize the rest of those identities. So
1: uh, this is exactly what Paul says. Mm -hmm. So every letter that Paul writes, he always starts out, Paul, uh, servant, or Paul, an apostle. Mm -hmm. But it's always who he is in relation to his God. Mm -hmm. And so he's always taking this, I am under the Lord, and so whatever he has said Mm -hmm. is true of me. Mm -hmm. And so who are we finding our identity in? first and foremost Mm -hmm. always is going to be our Lord, our savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that is going to help us understand.
0: Let that that, inform everything, everything else. So Mm -hmm. what
1: does that mean to be, you know, a loving parent or what does that look like to, to be, you know, a a person in this world? Mm -hmm. Well, it's going to look like living how God has created us to Mm -hmm. live, right? So it's going to form every other part of our identity. Okay, so
0: beyond that, <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, we have all of our stipulations, all of the fine print.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. when we're talking about man and man, male and female, we're yes. talking about yes. uh, the way God defines male and female yes. in Genesis. Uh, so, man and woman, yes, uh, and we have this. As we've already stated, Galatians three is very clear mm-hmm. in salvation terms. We are totally equal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No difference, no difference at all. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, all equal children of God, mm-hmm. uh, and yet we see that there is different uh, roles yeah. that are to be filled. So in Genesis, uh, and I know people get all up, hung up about like the term when, when Eve is called uh, the helper, helper, right? Or or Ephesians, people get really really ticked off when we when it says that uh, a woman must submit to her husband. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> hey, now. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think it's helpful to have some uh, some understanding yeah. of the uh, some of the Greek terms that, that Paul's using here. So mm-hmm. I know we didn't have a chance to talk about this prior. but uh, So it's really important for us to think about. Uh, so Paul in Ephesians, he uses yeah. a lot of military language. Okay. So in military language, what would happen is you would have uh, two different people. And they would form a unit. So you have okay. one. Who was the the shield? They were in the front. They were the shield. They were standing up. They were hold, you know they were the defense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they had a hand. They had a sword. They could do some offense,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: uh, their primary goal was protect. Mm-hmm. The one behind had the spear,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? And they mm-hmm. weren't standing up. They were kneeling down behind, mm-hmm. holding the other person up. <laughs> And so okay. what happens happen is when a blow comes against the shield, it knocks you back unless you have a support. But a you're held up. help. Okay. A help meet. And so what okay. helps you meet okay. this attack? Well, it's the one who's behind you holding you there.
0: Interesting. And
1: what's the one that's going to protect you? Know, so the shield, the protector, okay. is holding back the attack so you don't feel it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But the person behind is the one who's staving off those attacks with the spear, hmm. and so it's not a one's better than the other, but the mm-hmm. one without the other can't mm-hmm. beat the attack.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you've got the you know the one the you know male, and it's not good for them mm-hmm. to be alone. Why? Yeah. Well, because they can't really defend themselves well. Yeah. I mean, they can block a little bit, they'll get knocked off, and they can't hold their ground.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're going to be overwhelmed. But the spear alone. Isn't gonna be good enough mm-hmm. either. They There's have no, no defense. Yeah. And so that's why Paul uses that language in, in Ephesians when it says, you know, so what's the man's role? Sacrifice.
0: Yeah. Take the blow. To be die the, as Christ has died.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You're the front line. You're yeah. the one to protect. You're the one to defend.
2: Yeah. That's
1: the role. And it's a different role from the one who is quote unquote to submit. That is yeah. to lower yourself so that you're holding the
0: other. I haven't up. heard that before. Yeah, that explanation. That's good. And I think
1: that's a really yeah. valuable way of seeing this equality. Yeah. But with a distinction of yeah. role.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, what does that look like in our world today? I mean, we're not all soldiers and warriors, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it does mean, like, man, maybe there's some things that the man is is going to do inherently, and there's mm-hmm. some things that the woman's going to do inherently. That doesn't mean that you know. Uh, that certainly does not mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that the, the woman needs to be at home and and only be at home no does not mean that uh, you know how we fulfill those those vocations mm-hmm. of of husband or wife or mother or father mm-hmm. or whatever else that can happen inside the workforce outside the workforce mm-hmm. that can happen um, in the home outside of the home it can happen in from a distance I guess I, I you know, yeah. there's a lot of freedom there
2: um mm-hmm. uh,
1: but I think that there are. There's at least in the church, mm-hmm. the Scripture does make claim that there are some distinctions. Mm-hmm. So, this is where, as Lutherans, or I'll be more specific, as LCMS Lutherans, yeah. Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, we would say um, that God gives to men this role of public office of ministry, mm-hmm. i.e., pastors, mm-hmm. uh, because that's the role that he has given to us and he's given a different role mm-hmm. uh, to to women in the church right uh, or even uh, women in the family like I, I, Leah and I jokingly talk about this uh, that uh, I, I get to be the pastor and she gets to give birth mm-hmm. uh, to children and she was and she's like um I mean I have to give birth. You don't. You don't have to carry on this child. And I respond, to it, and you don't have to be a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a burden too. Yeah. Not the same kind. Different. different. Yeah. Yeah. But equal in terms of 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 the you know the, it's hard to say. Like I've never given birth. I don't know what the yeah. pain is. Yeah. To pretend to know what the pain is. Mm-hmm. But Lee also doesn't know the pain of the pastor. And yeah. you know, for those who have experienced both, like that's not a burden that we're supposed to have to have to do both. But anyway, I'm getting beyond myself, talking way too much.
0: That's totally fine. I So uh, in in the book, it just goes through Ephesians 5. And I actually just want to read that because I think, that, again, we just want to default to Scripture as good Lutherans. When it speaks, we speak. And Amen. it doesn't say we don't say anything else. So uh, let's just go through this, and I might have a couple comments as we're walking through this. So, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. That that word submit there that we don't like. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as a Christ submits to Christ, the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands. So, here's where I think that we, in culture, have not done a good job of raising the expectations for husbands. Amen. Of raising the expectations for men. That there's actually a huge burden and expectation put on men across the board. And there are times in which we, as men in general, have shirked that responsibility. Yep. And I'm just going to be honest with that. We have expected, okay, wives, go make me a sandwich. And that is just, I'm just going to you know, do my thing and watch a show and put my feet up and I'm done and i think that that is so we just don't see that in scripture. No. We just don't see that in the order of what Paul was writing in this. It says husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. What what did Christ do for the church? He died. gave his life. Yeah. Christ literally gave his life for the church. Loved the church enough that he would sacrifice everything for her. And so I, yeah, you
1: know, I think about that, and I think back to the Genesis account, Genesis three, and it's like, this is the first time man shirks responsibility, mm. right? Because you have Adam and Eve together, mm-hmm. as one unit. Yeah, they're yeah. one unit. Yep. and they're facing this temptation, mm-hmm. right? It does not say that Adam like that Eve goes off by herself. You know no, no. It says that the husband, that Adam was there, right there with her, mm-hmm. and she's hearing all these all these temptations. And what does Adam do? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing doesn't speak up. Doesn't say actually that's not what God said. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't say like well I, no no that's not that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He just stands there uh, like a bump on a log mm-hmm. and allows her to take this uh, you know, to, to to go down this road. It's like no protect. Mm-hmm. Do your yes. job. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And and from then on we've seen this this strife between man and woman. Yeah. Uh, because you've got, uh, and it talks about that later on in yeah. chapter three too
0: of the curse. Yeah. When it,
1: when it talks about like, okay, so you've got men who are going to shirk their responsibilities, going to have women who want to take on those responsibilities, and mm-hmm. it's this, this giant strife, or mm-hmm. you're, you're striving for to take over and to one up each other, and it's like it's a giant mess mm-hmm. because the image of God has mm-hmm. been lost, mm-hmm. has been marred, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where the where this chapter concludes yeah. too. When it says, okay, so where do we stand now? Do we have the image of God or do we not have the image of God? Yeah. And they would say,
0: kind of. Yes, <laughs> but,
1: yeah. Yeah, like you have it in terms mm-hmm. that we're still unique from the rest of creation. It's not like, uh, you know, we're now we're just like every other creature. And no, humanity is still a valued and s- certainly the most valuable uh, life that is uh, that is here on earth.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, in that sense, yes, made in the image,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, able to communicate, we still have, intelligently, yeah. moral reasoning, and all of that. Other animals can be in a relationship, but not in the same way.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yet, we don't. It's been lost because mm-hmm. now it's been uh, it's been marred through sin. But we have this great promise that the image of God is restored yep. to us through Christ.
0: Yeah,
1: right. And that's the real gospel here is mm-hmm. is we have this. We've, it's been kind of a depressing episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait humanity. till next week. Oh, to, hey, humanity. We're wait broken. till we talk about sin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the real gift here is that Christ comes to us to restore this image. Because after all, he mm-hmm. is the image of the invisible God. Mm-hmm. He is the image of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to restore that same image to us. And so as yeah. we find ourselves in him, we find ourselves restored, redeemed, reclaimed. Mm-hmm. So, thanks be to God for sending His Son there. Any, I know there's still probably more things we could talk about here. But anything else? Well, just else? The,
0: the last thing, uh, just talking about our place in the world is having the dominion oh, over yeah, 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 creation yeah. and creatures. And Huge point. Actually. I, I, so I actually wrote several different papers in seminary over this idea of uh, what I called Luther and eco theology. That mm-hmm. really, if you extend Luther's idea, really our idea of our neighbor to creation itself, that we have a call for stewardship. Yes. That we have a call, not just... So dominion is is a... Is a it's a word that we struggle with because we, yeah. we imagine exploitation. Mm-hmm. We imagine something that's like... Domination. That's yeah. the word they use in here, which is not it. It doesn't fully get to it. it there's an expectation of care, the stewardship that we sacrifice sure. for... Uh, yes, we use it for our good, but we don't exploit it. We don't dominate creation.
1: I think it's I think it's an interesting thought to think of, if if God says, okay, I want you to rule over creation. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What does God mean when he says rule? Mm-hmm. Well, how is God mm-hmm. the ruler? Mm-hmm. Well, God rules over creation, even above us. Mm-hmm. Uh, by providing for us, protecting us, yeah. caring for us, you know, yeah. Like doing all the things to sustain us. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is what God is as ruler. And so when he says calls us to be ruler, mm-hmm. it's not anything different than that.
0: It's just like, like we are in his we
1: do the same thing. Yeah. Yes. So we care for creation mm-hmm. and and love it, sustain it. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially uh, after the fall that work is is harder uh, yeah. but it's more important mm-hmm. right because now uh creation rebels yeah um, against just like we rebel all creation is rebellious and fallen mm-hmm. and corrupted and so it's all the more important for us to, to sustain to sustain and to care for a creation that like all the other, like everything else doesn't Bears work the, the right way yeah. that it should mm mm-hmm. mhm So it's not certainly not about uh, uh, ruling with that iron fist and, like, you serve me. No, because Mm -hmm. Jesus himself, God himself, comes to serve us, to serve creation. And so, so should we. We should serve, care for, love, sustain his creation.
0: Yeah, and we can do so because we are at the crown of creation. Amen. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us on Thoughts on Theology, and we'll see you next time.